We are going to be looking at a verse from Proverbs 21.3, which says, To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Then you see another verse in 1 Samuel 15.22. It says, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice. To heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you. You know, uh, through these verses, God is trying to give us a very strong message. The Lord is telling us that our sacrifices that we bring to God are meaningless without a right and a just heart. Uh, and uh, without an obedient heart. If you are a person who does not do what is right and just, if you are a person who does not obey the words of God, then the sacrifices that you bring to God are meaningless. You know, he does not say you don't have to bring sacrifices, uh, but that you have to bring sacrifices in love and obedience to God by leading a holy, just and obedient life. You know, we are so focused on the outside trimmings that we lose sight of what God actually wants and that is obeying God and doing what is right and just, leading a holy and blameless life. These are better than sacrifices. It also means that when you are just and right and obedient uh, and then when you bring a sacrifice to God, that sacrifice is very pleasing in the eyes of the Lord and it's accepted by God. Let's look at a few other verses, you know. They are really sad when uh, the king of the universe is saying this. You know, you can picture the pain that is in his heart. Now, Isaiah 1.11 onwards, it says, The multitude of your sacrifices, what are they to me? Says the Lord, I have more than enough of burnt offerings. I have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. So when you come to appear before me, who has asked this of you, this trampling of my courts? Stop bringing meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. I cannot bear your worthless assemblies. Your feasts and festivals I hate with all my being. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do what is right. Seek justice. Defend the oppressed. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us settle the matter says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things from the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. You know, it all boils down to one thing. If you are willing and obedient or are you choosing to resist and rebel, go against the words of God? You know, most of us would have heard this statement from our parents or our grandparents. Parents say this all the time. Is this how you repay me? 
can a child actually ever repay their parents even a little for what they have done for us i don't think any child can ever repay their parents but in a tiny way a child repays their parents by their loving obedience you know we can never truly ever repay god in the same way but we do so in a little way when we obey god and when we obey him cheerfully and in a passionate zealous way so what are the sacrifices that god actually delights in let's look into the holy scriptures for the answer to that question it says in hosea 6:7 for i desire mercy not sacrifice acknowledgement of god rather than burnt offerings when he says i desire mercy not sacrifice he's not saying that sacrifice is not needed he's saying sacrifice without mercy is meaningless but mercy without sacrifice is also meaningless it has to go hand in hand mercy accompanied by sacrifice is what god wants the same can be said about faith without deeds and faith and deeds faith alone is meaningless deeds alone are meaningless if both go hand in hand it is uh, of great meaning and great worth in the eyes of god same again uh, can be said of love and obedience i can love god but i do not obey god if my love is not accompanied by obedience then my love is meaningless and if obedience alone is there and no love for god that is also meaningless 1 John 2:5 says but if anyone obeys his word love for God is truly made complete in them 1 Peter 1:22 says you have purified yourself by obeying the truth John 14:23 and 24 Jesus replied anyone who loves me will obey my teaching anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching these words you hear are not my own they belong to the father who sent me John 14:15 If you love me keep my commands John 15:10 If you keep my commands you will remain in my love just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love Romans 2:13 For it is not those who hear God's words who are righteous in God's sight but it is those who obey God's words who will be declared righteous you know more than bringing ritualistic offerings god wants love for god and the loving deeds coming out of love for god amos 4 verses 4 and 5 says go to bethel and sin go to gilgal and sin yet more bring your sacrifices every morning and your tithes burn leavened bread as a thank offering and brag about your free will offering for this is what you love to do declares the lord but instead he's asking us to do this in amos 5:4 seek me and live do not seek bethel do not go to gilgal for gilgal and bethel will be reduced to nothing sometimes we are so obsessed with the outside rituals uh, but when all the while god only wants our heart you know hosea 7:14 says they do not cry to me from their hearts many of us go to church regularly but our hearts are far away from god such a worship is meaningless before god hosea 5:6 uh, says when they go with their flocks and herds 
to seek the Lord. They will not find him for he has withdrawn himself from them because they are unfaithful to God. Can you understand how the word unfaithful is used here? The Israelites are going with their flocks and herds to the designated place that God has assigned. Uh, you know to offer sacrifices to him but he says the lord has withdrawn himself from them and uh, they are unfaithful they are coming to offer their sacrifices but god is still calling them unfaithful because they didn't have uh, justice in their heart they didn't want to do right uh, in their hearts they didn't want to obey the lord in their hearts but they were doing all the outside trimmings they were going to offer sacrifices they were doing all that god required of them but their hearts were not right before god their actions were not right before God. Just like times today, we do all the outside trimmings. We worship God. We sing to God. We uh, regularly we attend Sunday schools, uh, youth meetings, uh, church services, prayer meetings. But then our hearts are disobedient to God. Our hearts do not fight against strong. We are silent when we see people suffering. You know, Hosea 6, 3 says, let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. Hosea 6, 3 says, what can I do with you, O Israel? What can I do with you, Judah? Your love is like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears. Sometimes we tend to think, okay, this means only uh, Israel and Judah. No, it is to each and every person who is reading the Bible, Jew or Gentile. He's not saying that you don't have love. He's not saying that you don't have faith. He's not, he's not saying that. What he's saying is you, you have love, but it is like the morning mist. It, it is here one moment, but it's gone the next. Meaning we have love for God on Sundays. We go to church, we do everything. But then from Monday to Saturday, we forget that God exists. We, we do not obey him. We choose to go the way the world goes. We live as we please. Proverbs 21.3 says, To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. The saddest of all is seen in Isaiah chapter 29 verses 13 and Jesus also quoted this uh, in, uh, in the book of Matthew. It says, um, these people come near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Their worship of me is made up of only rules taught by man. These are extremely sad verses that the Lord is, uh, you know, sharing with us uh, through the Holy Scriptures. So uh, we would be wise to pay heed to them. We would be wise to change our lives. We would be wise to put these things into practice in our lives. And then it says, nobody can stop you from being blessed. Just imagine coming to church in prayer, but God's face is turned away from you. God's eyes are hidden from you. We are living in such terrible times and we desperately need God to hear our prayers. Isaiah 1 verse 15 onwards, it says, When you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. This is another important reason why our prayers are not answered. Because our hearts are not right before God. Because our hearts are not obedient to God. You know, we might do, as I said, all the outside trimmings, but uh, our hearts are far away. So instead, he's telling us, wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. In short, he's telling to stop sinning, stop doing wrong. Learn to do what is right in its place. You know, many of us, we stop doing wrong, but we don't start doing the right. For example, 
if i'm stealing i have stopped stealing but i don't do anything else i don't do what god wants me to do and that is also wrong he says learn to do what is right seek justice defend the oppressed take up the cause of the fatherless plead the case of the widow he says after you do this come let us settle the matter even though your sins are like scarlet i will make them as white as snow you know uh, and then he says if you are willing and obedient you will eat the best from the land you will enjoy the best of the blessings but if you resist and rebel you will be devoured for the mouth of the lord has spoken again let me please stress on one matter which is very very difficult for the world to accept today this particular verse was quoted not to the gentiles or to the pagans but it was quoted to the jews the chosen people of god you know today we just say one sinner's prayer and we think okay now nothing can touch us we are safe and on our way to heaven but you cannot be more mistaken god is very very clear in several passages that if you resist and rebel uh, you can be devoured you will be devoured and it says it ends with for the mouth of the lord has spoken in isaiah chapter 1 verse 20 it says that so we would be wise to pay attention to these warnings and what god requires of us let us hasten and not delay to put these things into practice in our lives